0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hey, it's a Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Good evening. Thank you for being here with us. Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. Hello, Simon.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Good evening. Bonsoir. Comment ça va?
0: I am very well. And how are you?
1: Good, good, good. After this, this lovely summer day. You yes, know? beautiful. It makes day. a big difference, Angie. When during the day it's warm and sunny, this is a delightful moment in life. It is. Summer, you get to really. you get to
0: see people being happy outside. Things that you you get to people watch in a different way, which brings me to my question. Uh-huh. Um, because you know, we had a conversation, my friends and I, uh, over the weekend. You know, we're older, thirties, forties, and we talk about things that we used to look for in people. That we dated, but we don't anymore because now maybe we're more serious. uh, Maybe life is a little bit different. I want to know from you, Simon, when we come back, and I'll tell you mine as well, something you used to look for in people that you dated that you don't look for anymore. This kind of goes off our last show too because we were talking about how sometimes people have a grocery list. They have oh, all these things right. that they want. I, I need a kid by this age. I need a man that has this or a woman that has this. And if they don't have it, they're immediately disqualified. And I exactly. think we Yeah, we we maybe are losing out on some amazing relationships because we have this list. So what's something Mm -hmm. you used to look for in people that you dated? Or even what's something that you never thought you'd want in someone, but you're dating the person that you ended up with, whatever, and they have that quality. Like, I never thought I'd be with somebody that blank. Okay, so let's Mm -hmm. talk about Our expectations and what we end up with or our expectations and how we change them as we get older, as we learn and go through relationships. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I want to know, and I want to know from our listeners as well, 855-905-8255, what's something you used to look for in people that you dated but you don't look for that anymore. I mean, a lot of times those are superficial things. You know, you have a list of things you want in people. Or maybe something that you never thought you'd want in someone, but you're dating that person um, that has that quality, and you're like, whoa, I never would have thought I would have been with somebody like this. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you two things. I mean, it was pretty shallow in my 20s and my 30s. Very tall women with light eyes. So blue or green, right? That was something uh-huh. that I don't know why I was all focused on. And now... What matters to me is not the height, it's not the color of your eyes, it would be the color of your heart. It would be the kindness, it would be genuine and honest. That beats every height, size, ice color, shape, really, and it took time to realize this. I don't know about you when you were in your 20s or your oh, 30s, yeah. Angie, what was it? But I was all about dating tall women with blue eyes and... I don't care anymore about any of that at right. all. Right, because that's not what's at important.
0: All. It's usually in our 20s and stuff like that. It's usually something oh. aesthetic. I had a rule. Do you want to know what my rule was? Yeah, what was it? I called it my 666
1: six, six rule. That's a that devil, meant, isn't it? 666? Six, six, six?
0: Well, it kind of, actually, yes, because uh, yes. the rule was I would not date a man that wasn't at least six feet tall, had a six-figure income, Mm-hmm. And six inches of you know. Oh, come on, NG so That was my rule. And I realized wait that that is the minute. dumbest rule
1: ever. No, wait a minute. I get to know it something. Really it really was. It really was. Is it real?
0: It's not real. I no,
1: mean, you had this list. In your I did. mind, I six, did. Six, six, six. And were you the only girl or you had other friends like you who you think had My been friends six, thought six. it was
0: brilliant, but we were in our 20s. So I had a rule that I went by, and that was my rule. But it just doesn't ever. <laughs> Turn out that way, and I realized really? all those things were superficial and they had nothing to do with the person. And if you would have told me that I would have ended up married to a man who is not six feet tall, who <laughs> is bald, and uh, who's amazing in every way, I wouldn't have believed you. But wait, wait that's... a minute. Okay.
1: So dating a shorter guy, yeah, that was impossible. That was then.
0: impossible. If there were no matter me, what. Well, I'm five nine. I'm tall. Yeah, you are. So it's yeah. hard for me to date someone very, very short. For some reason, I just have this thing in my head. Jill, our producer, is very tall. What, she's taller 11, than me. Isn't she? Yeah, she's five eleven. And so, Jill, I don't know if you want to chime in, but like, it. Do you have a thing about dating guys shorter than you? Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Are you some serious, people? Jill?
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because as women, I feel like, and Jill, What's correct me if deal? I'm wrong, we don't feel very feminine being as tall as we are as it is so if we have a man that's shorter than us there's nobody that's making us feel like this cute little safe thing i don't know what it is mm-hmm. right is exactly. that exactly
1: right? okay so wait since we have jill jill what was your rules in your 20s angie said 666 six, six, what what your rules what well, was I, it i,
0: I always, hers was like 699 yeah, pretty much <laughs>
2: but <laughs> i've evolved so yes i, I always oh. said i would never date a guy with a hairy back and it okay. was like a deal breaker for me, but my ex-boyfriend, I met him and I was like, oh, he was like the hairiest person I had ever seen, but it didn't matter because I liked him. That is
0: what I'm saying is sometimes you have this laundry list or I've okay. known people that have carried an actual list. You have a list of things Wait. and you might be dismissing someone that's perfect for you because they don't meet one of these Angie, crazy criteria. Yes.
1: And Jill, can I disclose something? Mm-hmm. I could not date a woman with a hairy back. Okay. That...
0: Well, I don't blame you.
1: Okay, I couldn't date happens. a woman with a hairy sh- back either, right. Simon. You know, so just, just, just you know, totally disclosure that, that I get it. Yeah. Full
0: disclosure, Simon will not date a woman with a hairy back. Don't even try it. I know you're looking for love, so no hairy back women need apply. Yes.
1: Um, yes, that's that's still a deal breaker. Hey, yeah.
0: I'm with you on that one. I I'm not dating on that Godzilla.
1: One. So I want to
0: know, uh, you know, if you have had any rules, if you're listening, 855-905-8255, what was your uh, things that you used to look for in people and you don't care anymore? Or or what did you end up with that is completely off the map for you? We'll get to that. We'll take some calls We'll we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about standards you have. When it comes to dating, you know, everybody has their little laundry list of the perfect person for them. They need to be six feet tall. They need to have a six-figure income. They need to be this. <laughs> they need to be that. Maybe those were mine. I don't know. And then you end up with somebody completely sometimes opposite of what you thought. So, Simon, let's go to the phone. Listening in Deerfield, Illinois, on 93.9 MyFM, here's Gabrielle. Hey, Gabrielle. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour,
3: Bonjour,
1: Gabrielle.
0: Uh, Gabrielle, do you have any of these things that you look for in people but you don't anymore or something that you ended up with that you is completely different?
3: Um, Yes, absolutely. So I was listening to you guys and I mean, I was laughing to myself because this is the exact situation I'm in right now. Um, So I have always gone for really attractive guys. Like I want them to have like a six pack, or I'm not interested. And I was always dating these kind of guys. I'm like trying to always, I don't know, get better and better looking and whatever. And they would treat me horribly. Mm-hmm. I always um, had these guys who, you know, wanted to go out and party with their friends and not spend time with me. And then um, just recently, about a month ago, actually, one of my really good friends. Uh, said she met someone that I should meet, and she set us up. And uh, when he first walked in the door, um,
0: you were shocked.
3: Date, yes, I was. Okay. I was actually mad at my friend. <laughs> All
0: right, Gabrielle, I want to know yeah. about this friend when Me we come too. back. And why? Uh, okay. Yes, I want to know. But can you hang on the line with us for one second? Sure. Okay, so clearly this man was completely different from what Gabrielle had in (laughs) mind. I want to know how, and I want to know what is the turn-on with him when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on anything we're talking about tonight right now, we're talking about the things that you used to look for when you look for a mate or uh, somebody you wanted to date, but you don't look for them anymore or maybe you ended up with somebody completely different Mm -hmm. than what you thought you would. We have Gabrielle still on the line. Thank you, Gabrielle. Listening in Deerfield, Illinois. 93.9 MyFM. So you said that when we left you last time that you had this list, you were all about a six-pack. You were all about looks, aesthetics and then your friend sets you up and the guy walks in and you're mad at your friend. Please (laughs) finish this because I'm dying to know what me was different
3: too. so she had told me she's like well i don't know if you'll find him attractive i can never tell with you but i think he's your type and so he walked in and first of all i mean if he was my height and i am not tall i am like five five <laughs> That's okay. not my type. He had um, right. like a bald spot and a receding hairline and just mm-hmm. not physically my type at all. And I could not believe she set me up with him. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have to be nice and go. I'm obviously not going to like send him away, but this is just uh, this is a mess.
0: <laughs> okay, so as somebody that used to be all about the physical, what yes. was it about him that attracted you? Why so are you still together? What
3: actually happened was we went out and all night, he was a perfect gentleman. He opened every door, pulled out my chair, like all that was just very sweet. Um, at one point we we went for a walk and actually there were like we were walking under trees and there's some twigs and things on the ground and he asked mm-hmm. if I wanted to switch sides of the sidewalk so I didn't have to walk through the step was just all these little mm-hmm. very thoughtful things and now we've been dating for a little over a month and I could not care less what he looks like. I love that. He's more attractive to me. It just matters so much more that he is just the
0: nicest person I've ever met in my life. Gabrielle, we wish you the best with your short yes. twig helping Congrats. man. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Gabrielle, thank you for listening to the rendezvous more when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel. Angie
1: Taylor.
0: So we've been talking about, sometimes people have in their head an idea of the perfect person for them. The one that they're going to end up with. If I could only find this person with da-da-da-da-da-da-da, every quality, then I found my... perfect person. It never works out that way. It really doesn't. And I feel like when you have those lists, they're usually aesthetic. It's usually very outside. It's very shallow. Yeah. And yeah. uh it's usually when we're younger. And then you start to realize what's <laughs> important and what you really want to be with. And that's what we've been talking about. Like what is a thing that you demanded in a relationship and you just didn't end up with that person.
1: So I wanted to, yeah, and and I wanted to ask you this because you've been married to Jason for almost seven or eight years.
0: Seven, yeah. Seven. Uh
1: When do you think, and maybe it's a sign of true love, the look becomes so secondary to the human qualities, the inner qualities?
0: Well, that's an interesting question because I feel like you can be the most beautiful person on the outside, and if you don't have... The qualities that I'm looking for on the inside, a sense of humor, uh, someone that's reliable, someone that can yeah. be a good father. That honest. those outside, yeah, honest, those outside qualities can completely go away in a, in a, in a flash. They're gone. It doesn't even matter. I, I yeah. immediately dismiss. So, my husband, while he is a good looking man, um, if you told me I was going to, like, you know, marry a bald guy or something, I would be like, no way. Um, however, He, to me, is the most attractive, most beautiful man I've ever met because he's perfect for me, and I think that's the difference. Like What is attractive to somebody else might not be attractive to another person. What my girlfriend might have said... Uh, Well, that's not your type. My type is my type. And if I look at my dating history, no two guys look the same. It's always a different quality, an inner quality. It's a sense of humor. It's a reliability. It's a swagger. It's a something that's different. And I think everybody has what is attractive to them on the inside, too.
1: And that was, you know, we just talked to Gabrielle, who uh, had this first date, was not the type she wanted, and then uh, is so happy now. But I think because women are also not as visual as we are, that those qualities are number one. Men, if, by the way, if you're in a relationship, you're listening to us now, or you're married, don't think for a second that if you stop looking at your wife physically, and you don't compliment her on this and that, that will oh, go well, right? No, we need
0: those all the time. We, we, Absolutely, exactly.
1: us guys don't. I, I really don't care. To yes, you do. No, yes, we, you don't. Do. no we don't. Everybody loves to
0: feel attractive. Everybody loves to feel sexy and attractive. And I don't want to be with anybody else. But if I people stop looking at me in an attractive way, I'll be like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me now? Like I'm not but attractive physically anymore.
1: I think that's the difference between the two sexes because I think us guys, no. I, well, I, I personally, then I'm a case because I don't think. You don't need compliments
0: to, from the opposite sex?
1: On my looks? Yes. Uh, not really.
0: Really? It's not some,
1: no, after we start dating, and, and I just never think about it. I, I want to hear I'm a good man. If there is well, one thing I want to hear, if that's that. Whether I'm tall, whether you I'm You are, this, I'm thin. but you are. Right, we, but we all know that's that. That's what I'm trying. No. But, know,
0: everybody knows that. So, what? No, But my that's what I want to still me, be. My husband gets annoyed sometimes. He's like, we'll go out in public and people talk about how beautiful my wife is, but I don't get hit on the way you get hit on. And he's like, am I not cute anymore? I'm like, no, you're gorgeous. Like, if he does get hit on, it is like the biggest celebration in our house. He's like, oh, well, my God, but, this girl thinks I'm so hot. I'm like, calm down. It's not all that. Uh, I calm down. I just I mean,
1: first of all, I think we are the one hitting on women. Usually we're still the one doing that move. So women don't hit on us. Yes. For Jason, yes. for me. And, I mean, we, the men, do the first step. of the time. I I just, maybe because, you know, it's maturity. I just think that what matters are the the inequalities.
0: I agree. But everybody likes to feel sexy and special in that way. Women, to the
1: last day, need to be feeling beautiful in the eyes of the boyfriend, uh, uh, husband, or even partner, probably. I really think it's a Well, when we
0: come back, I want to talk about the things that you love to hear in yes. a, if you're in a relationship, you know what? what things do you love to hear from your significant other? It's Let's a great talk about question. that. Okay, great. great. Question. When we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 855-905-8255 is our number. Love and dating and romance. Simon Marcel. You
1: know it, Angie Taylor. You know it.
0: Bonjour. So we've been talking about things that uh, make you feel good when you hear it from your significant other. I love it when my spouse says blank to me. Or I love it when the person I'm with says this to me. We all want to be told that we're loved. Um, not everybody wants to be told the exact same way. There are things that might be extra flattering to you. Some of these phrases are sexy and sweet or kind. You know, some yep. things work for others. Is there anything, um, Simon, when you're in a relationship, I know you're single now, but you've been in relationships before, yes. that a woman can say to you that really just makes your day?
1: The expression of having a wonderful time, having a great dinner that we laugh so hard mm-hmm. that, you know, when when you go on a date when you're dating and you laugh and you're in the lightness of being and whether it's dinner, maybe you're walking around, maybe you go by the lake, maybe you bicycle. The fact of a great time, we've had a great time, that is a compliment that I take very seriously because I love life. And so when I feel we share that love of life, when I feel like that's what matters to me, and there is the the rest the obvious, you're a good guy, you're an honest guy, or you're a kind person, that means a lot to me. But what about you, Angie? So me, it's sharing the joy of life. Mm-hmm. What What about you?
0: Well, I have certain things that I love when my husband says to me. I know there are things that he loves when I say to him. I'm mm-hmm. going to let you know those when we come back. Uh, we have to take a break real quick. But okay. I want to know from our listeners, too, what do you love when you hear from the person that you're with? 855-905-8255 when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. When we're in relationships, when we're married, when we're coupled up, whatever, there are certain things that your significant other can say to you that just makes your day. I mean, we Mm -hmm. all want to be told that we're loved, but everyone has a different way of feeling loved. Um, Simon, you said when a woman tells you, I had a great dinner, had a great time.
1: Yeah, a great time, a great moment. It was, you know, exciting, fun, or just intimate and relaxing. Some that we shared that moment, the joy of life. That's the biggest compliment that my company provides you joy. That's mine. What about you, Angie?
0: That's a good one. Um, For me, I love when my husband tells me that he's really proud of me. Um, I don't know what it is, but making my husband proud is one of the greatest things ever. I love when he says, I'm so proud of you. Um, Mm -hmm. Something like, uh, you know, take your time and go relax. I've got it. Like if he has the house taken care of, if he's taking care of our daughter, that is a really good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Hearing you're such a great mother. Is the greatest compliment from my husband or from anybody? I love hearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I'm I'm so happy about our family, the three of us. I love our family. That just knowing he's happy mm-hmm. in life is a really big deal.
1: What about something more like shallow? But what about something? Do you like like he said? I love your hair or I love your makeup. Was there like oh, because yeah. uh, you know, if, the if way I, you dress? If we're going
0: out somewhere and. I come up the stairs with my outfit on, my makeup and my hair done, for him to be like, oh my God, you look so hot, or oh wow, you look amazing, to know that he's proud to walk around with me is a really, really good feeling. I, I totally understand. And, and, and he is. We know that he is. But I want to know what our listeners say too, Simon. Yeah. Um, we said ours. Let's find out what you, the listener, thinks. What do you love when your significant other, your date, your spouse, whoever it is, says to you? We'll take your calls, 855-905-8255, next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking, Simon, about things that you love to hear yes. from your significant other um i love little things like you look amazing or you're such a great mom or i love our family those things make me feel so good as a wife and a mom but let's go to our listeners 855-905-8255 on the line listening in east lake florida on mix 100.7 here's jordana hey jordana bonjour Hi. hello How are you doing? <laughs> Yes. Bonjour. Uh, I don't know. Are you in a relationship right now, Jordana? I am. I'm married. Okay. You're married. Great. So what Mm -hmm. does your husband or wife say to you when it just makes you feel like you're on top of the world, like you're the greatest thing ever? What thing can they say?
3: Um, One thing that like springs to mind is just how my husband, like there's certain outfits that he just gets so excited about if I wear and It's not like, you know, a sexy dress. It's like Simple, like, like a shirt and jeans, but, like, you know, he thinks it's, like, really sexy on me, mm-hmm. um, and I just love that because, you know, I don't have to be dressed to the nines all the time, but it's, like, little things, you know, when you've been together for so long, something just as simple as that, you know, you're like, okay, he still notices me, he still thinks I'm sexy, because after a while, you know, we've been together for, like, seven years, you want to make sure the magic is still there. <laughs>
0: And don't you absolutely. Is, doesn't it feel amazing when you uh, come out of the room when you got dressed up to go out, even if you don't think it's something spectacular and he's like, Wow, you look so great, that's the best feeling.
3: Uh, oh, absolutely. Or on days when like you don't even feel your greatest and he's like, Oh my god, you look amazing you know, and you're like, I don't see it but as long as he sees it, you know, it makes you feel a little bit sexier.
1: What, what about just a more shallow thing for Jordana and Angie? I love when a woman says you smell good. I love your perfume. Okay. You know, so do you feel, Angie and Jordana, this is a compliment you like to, to hear?
0: I want to smell good without perfume. That's the goal. <laughs> I want to okay, know
3: that, that I smell that good that all the time. That goes
1: without saying. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah.
3: I agree. I mean, I want to always be like, oh, you smell good because you never want to hear like, oh, you smell bad.
1: No, um, never.
3: Reason,
0: you know, <laughs> never or uh, Simon. I... Kind of going along with what Simon was saying, one of the things on the list here was don't put any makeup on. You don't need it when you look like you do. That's really nice if we're just at home sweating, hair tied, chilly with no, you know, whatever. And you still think that we look good, even if we're in sweats and a t-shirt with no makeup. That is the best feeling as
1: well. Yes. That and well-deserved, by the way. I think many (laughs) women. No, because many women don't realize that us guys are not so much into makeup and you look beautiful without makeup, period. Only women looking at women think about the makeup. I'm almost sure if if we took a survey right now, most men agree with me that their girlfriends, their wife, their fiancé, I mean, look beautiful without makeup. It's not something we personally are into.
0: That's nice to hear. But at the same time, we don't feel comfortable Going out for a fancy night with no makeup. I mean, we're not going to go out when everybody else is dressed to the nines with no makeup on. But to know that when we're at home, just sitting on the couch, Netflix and chilling with you, that you still think we're cute, means a lot
1: as well. (laughs) I mean, I've every time I've been in love, I've never thought the woman looked better with makeup than without the makeup. Really, you wouldn't
0: have a thing and say like, "We're going to a fancy restaurant tonight. You didn't put any makeup on or anything."
1: On the head of my mother, never. And you know I love my mom. I swear on the head of my mother, Elizabeth, I have never said that. And I've always said the contrary. Do not need to put so much makeup on. Just be yourself. You're so beautiful. You
0: know what? That's probably true. But we just sometimes feel better with it. And if we feel better, we're more confident. And I know confidence is attractive no matter what. Where is that
1: coming from, Angie.
0: It's just coming from that we feel better sometimes. The same way you wouldn't feel confident walking out with sweatpants and a T shirt. You feel better no. when you're in a suit or you're dressed right. up. We feel the, better when we have a little makeup and we feel okay. pretty. We just okay. wanna be pretty to our I men get I get the dressing
1: women. up I no of course the dressing up, the shoes, the outfit. But the makeup, I'm still surprised how important it is. I've realized it is, but it for me as a man, it's not so easy to understand the why.
0: But you, but you can understand how whatever makes you feel good, you should do, and yes, if it makes and us I feel agree good, with that. yeah, and more confident. Listen, thank you so much, Jordana, for calling in Florida. We appreciate you listening on Mix 100.7. Thank you. No thank no you problem, very much for having me. More of the rendezvous, Simon. When we come back, we are going to play date. Or, or dump. dump. That is next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website is simonandangie.com. You can send us an email there anytime. We get an email right now, Simon, for a date Or or dump. dump. Yes. This comes to us from Randy in Lansing, Michigan, listening on Detroit's 100.3 WNIC. And date or dump is basically if you're dating someone, if you're in a relationship and something's up and you don't know if you should continue to stay in this or dump them. We'll Mm -hmm. let you know. So here we go. Uh, Randy says, so I took this girl out on a date. And it was clear she had Googled me before the date. She knew where I went to school, where Mm -hmm. I work, mentioned that she'd seen a few things that I posted online, which honestly kind of creeped me out. This is the first time we met, and we'd only talked online a few days before that. I felt like it was an invasion of my privacy to look me up on social media before even meeting. She seems nice, but she clearly has stalker-like tendencies. Should I date or dump her? Simon What do you say to Randy about this girl who Googled him ahead of time?
1: Randy, first of all, thanks for the email um, to Angie and I. Randy, I think in 2017, everybody, including me now, Googles everybody. It's not stalking. It's not crazy behaviors. It's the way it goes. I know, I mean, and I'm, you know, much older than Angie on that sense, that As somebody who dates, everybody does it. Social media, Instagram—it's there for everybody to look at. Or it's a private profile, and you can't. So I would date. Randy, you gotta—it's 2017. We gotta adapt and not take it like it's against you, Randy, or she's a stalker. At least not just because she saw something on your social media. So I say, date her, Angie. What do you say?
0: Uh, I'll tell you what I think when we come back, Simon. I I really do. You got me again. Yes. We have to take a break. When I come back, I'll tell you what I think will wrap up our date or dump. Should Randy stay with the girl who's clearly Googled him? He thinks it's stalking. Simon says, hey, this is what the times are right now. Next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have a date or dump email from Randy in Lansing, Michigan. And he says, listen, I took a girl on a date. It was real obvious she Googled me. She knew all this personal information, where I went to school, saw some things uh, that he had posted online. He thinks she's stalker. Simon, your advice was to date.
1: Date and adapt to 2017. I said, don't worry about it. Googling somebody is not stalking somebody. That's the way it goes these days.
0: I agree with you, Simon. I don't think it's stalking. Listen, if we're being honest, we have so much information at our fingertips about the other person. You're going to check ahead of time. I even think it's a safety measure sometimes for girls or guys. Good point. Good to point, To Google Angie. people, you find out what's really going on behind the scenes. Maybe they have a girlfriend. Maybe they have a criminal record. Maybe there's some things going on you don't know where you don't even want to go on this date. I, however— would not maybe bring it up that, hey, right, I was now, clearly digging into your personal history. So I say continue to date, but this girl, if you're going to do your due diligence online, don't tell them, I know your high school mascot. I know where your mom graduated high school. I know the last 10 things you've done in your life. That's not a good idea.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. There's a time for everything and disclosing and that you've Googled or or went on every social media to find things. That, that's a, that's 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 a. It kills the mood really. So it that's does. a good point, Angie. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, I mean, we all do it, and we probably sometimes do it with our exes or people we work Angie, with. Angie,
1: you st- you still look at your husband's social media? My husband, right? all the time. Look, oh, exactly. If, so, so if, I mean, how about listen, that? Listen, if,
0: if I'm on social media and I realize he's following some new girl that I don't know. I'm gonna then, ask a question that's who's it. that girl?
1: Who's that girl? exactly.
0: Who, I wouldn't say it maybe that nice, but I'd be like, Who is this chick? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we
1: know that exactly. So everybody does it. So let's exactly that's the conclusion.
0: everybody does it. Maybe we don't disclose that to first date. So Randy, we both say date, date. and realize that that happens. Maybe you should be checking her out too. You don't know if she's crazy. So that's right. More of The Rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, taking calls at 855-905-8255. I was about to wrap up this date or dump we did, Simon, and then we had a call on it that I want to get to. But basically, um, we had an email saying, hey, I went on a date with a girl who clearly had Googled me ahead of time. She knew where I went to school. She knew uh, things I had posted on social media. He felt it was Mm stalker-ish. You and I both agreed, hey, this is what everybody does. Everybody It's kind of, I feel like, maybe sometimes a safety measure to make sure that the person you've been talking to is really who they say they are.
1: Yeah, Um, exactly. Even I changed my mind, to be honest. I mean, I used to believe it was rude, and now I believe it's cool, and it's even part of dating. So I've I've evolved on this one. You have,
0: but at the same time, we both agreed, maybe you don't tell the person on the first date, oh, yeah, I Googled you. And I found out everything about you. I found out you were on the debate team in high school and you played soccer and your mom works here and it's like, whoa, back up.
1: Exactly. Maybe no, d- there's a time for everything. Just you know the information, right. be safe. And right. then, then go back to romance and being spontaneous. Not exactly. Like, like a do your homework,
0: or... but don't do your stalker work.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So let's go to the phones listening in Norton, Ohio on ninety eight point one WKDD. Here's Shane. Hey Shane. Hey. Bonjour. Yep. hey thanks for listening shane what do you have yep. to say oh thank you
1: thank you very much
0: so i'm cold because i think that's
2: a common problem i mean i heard the story about randy and i feel like i was in the same situation the girl i'm currently with did kind of the same like did like her research on me and it was weird when i first met her it did it felt funny but then i thought about it and i was like well she kind of like already researched, like I'm a sharer, like that's what I call my type of person, like I put everything out there on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram and Twitter. And so when, you know, someone like her, like researches somebody like me, I feel like I got it all out there. So, you know, I felt kind of good. Like I was like, hey, she showed up and she was and she's awesome and I'm still with her for a couple months.
0: Did she divulge that, though, on the first date, that she'd done all that deep-dive research on you, though, Shane? Because I feel like that's where the mistake comes into play. Because Simon and I both agree, hey, it's probably a good idea to do a little back research on somebody before you go on a date with them. But I think to divulge all that is a little standoffish. I mean, yes, you can sit on a date, and maybe you do, in the back of your mind, know something because you were on their Facebook or Instagram. But I don't know if you want to bring that up.
2: Well— She did, but I think it was more like it was very comfortable the way she did. Like we had, we were having a great time. And then she kind of just alluded to the fact. And then I, it was playful. So it made fun. Like it was kind of light and it it felt weird for a second, but then it was, like I said, I think I felt better because I was like, wait a minute. She looked into all, all that I do. And she's here and she's having a good time. then that's the green light. Like that looks like a good thing. And I was having a great time with her. so of course I wanted her to be comfortable with me. So kind of like what Simon's saying, it's like, it's, you know, we're
1: in a new era, this is how it is, you know? It is, Shane, I, exactly. We, I have evolved, you have evolved We all and us guys felt like it was an invasion of privacy. But now I think everybody should feel comfortable doing it, just like online dating used to be something weird. It became something totally natural and normal for people to get to know people. Well, you know, Googling somebody is a natural step when you go on on a date. That's the way it goes. I'm I'm totally cool with that now. So now she said it right. Maybe not mention this on the first date well, and I use do all like, those informations.
0: Yeah, I do like the fact though that she brought it up in a light and fluffy way and not like a confrontational way. Because if you have nothing to hide, it could be a little flattering to know that people were asking about you. I mean, think about when you used to get set up from friends back in the day. You would ask your friends every little detail about that person. Where do they Good work? Point. What yes. do they look like? What do they like to do? Like, Like, you know, you wanted to know every single thing about him. Now we have this technology at our fingertips where we can find out without having to look thirsty. We can do it in our privacy and be like, I can find out everything about this person Shane, I like what you said. If it's presented in a light, fluffy way, like I totally stalked you uh, beforehand, blah, 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 unless it was I stalked you and I found out where your mom works and I know what your dog's name was. Right. And I know the first time you wet the bed when you were six and blah, blah, blah. Like that <laughs> yeah, could be yeah. crazy. Exactly. Shane, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous and thanks for calling in with your opinion on that whole thing. Thank for having me on.
2: I, really, I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Shane.
1: Have a good night.
0: More of the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. With Simon, we had a great show talking about yeah. uh, love, dating, relationships, including what you used to look for in a partner <laughs> that you don't really look for anymore. You even um,
1: mentioned you know, a different a 666. I remember that.
0: My 666 rule. Yes, that, yeah. well, that was in my 20s. That was six feet tall, six figure income. Six inches of ooh la um, Let's gloss over that. Uh, things you love to hear in a relationship, like you're doing such a great job, you're such a great mom, I've got dinner tonight, things like that. And then Googling dates before meeting dates. Is that appropriate or no? And Simon, you had a great Simon Says there.
1: Thanks, Angie. I just said you know, Googling is a natural step in dating. It is. Let's get used to it. It's not against you. It's even part of the romance now. It's just a way to get to know you so googling is a natural step in dating
0: i think it could be a safe step in dating you, that know, you too,
1: that you meet too people
0: on uh, social media or you meet people on dating sites they tell you their one thing you do a little googling and you find out oh whoa you're married or oh you have a criminal record I think it's a safe step. So if you missed any of those conversations, you want to hear back, Simon and Angie.com. You can listen to our podcast. Also, Simon, your TV show, In Bed with Simon on the FYI channel. People can check the back episodes.
1: We have some great episodes. I don't want to self-promote, but you don't want to miss it. Many friends of mine, you, Angie, like to watch the show. What do you mean you don't want to
0: self-promote? We're promoting. I'm promoting your show. I think it's an amazing show.
1: Thank you, Angie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. just uh, before you do it. Yes,
0: (laughs) it's basically, Everything you hear on the rendezvous, except it's Simon on TV on a bed in a mall with other people telling their problems. Yeah,
1: yeah, with my blue shirt on. Just saying, always the blue shirt, never yeah, forget the blue
0: shirt. No, that's, <laughs> part of, that's
1: part of my uniform of In Bed with Simon.
0: That's right. Uh, that is on our website, also on our SimonAndAngie.com. You can send us an email at any time, and we're always on social media, Simon and Angie. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit us up anytime. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We can't wait to talk to you tomorrow on The Rendezvous.
1: Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon.
0: The Rendezvous Show with Simon
3: Marcel and Angie Taylor.